What up? I'm Aaron Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke, all about procuring deep conversations, and providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Ooh, daddy-o. Throw me off the pier and call me a fish. This is Aaron Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? Not a whole lot, Eric. What's going on? Nothing much. Um, well, a whole lot. Um, but firstly, we have an esteemed guest once again, Miss Angel. Hi, everyone. It's good to be talking to you guys again. Radical. What up? Um, see what's been going on with y'all? Not a whole lot. I mean, at least in my regard, like we've all been kind of cracking down on school and getting that finished up. So yeah what about you angel same thing you know just been relaxing chilling going outside trying to enjoy nature especially right now because it's spring Mm-hmm. yeah it's you spring out there yeah. yeah it's it's summer here it's been like 90 for the past week um so you know we're breaking 90s now so it's, it's a good time yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, proper uh if, it, it feels it feels like south carolina for sure so um it ain't bad i love it. Yeah. swimming in the ocean board short season is upon us so trying to find some new board shorts um i have a collection it's really funny i have a rack in my room and i oh. like it's my drying rack so i hang all my like wet ones over there and then i just like scour them off when they're dry but oh yeah yeah so uh, it's it's a good time. Right on. Um, oh, this weekend we had uh, a friend. Um, yes, we did. We have a friend from out of town. His name is Franny. Well, his full name is Francisco, but we all call him Franny. And he is such a kill, cool, relaxed dude. He gave us um, a gas mask and a grinder. Yeah. Nice, nice. You should... Um... Maybe you should come up like sometime before school gets out of here. And... I would be down. You want to come back up here? That'd be so nice. That'd be fun, right? I'll tell you what, I can come up not this weekend, but next weekend. That yes! works. Yeah, that fucking works. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, dude, I'm up there, man. Fuck yeah, man. Dude, yeah. hell yeah. We have a spare bed, so if you just want to use that, oh, dude, absolutely. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'll hang up there for the weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you'll be home yeah. anyway, so it won't be much of a drive. No, it won't be a drive at all. Although getting on sixty six like that fucking freaks me out, dude. Oh, yeah. oh. driving in DC. Okay, actually, this is interesting. So, I was um, I went out to lunch with one of my friends uh, the other day, um, and one of my other sweet mates, and she's from New York, and so she drives like a freaking maniac, and she, dude, dude, this is it was horrible. Like she was tailgating people so close, and I thought oh. she was, and I was like pressing my foot down. To like break, but it, I I didn't have the break obviously. Yeah, break, yeah. And it, it was a shit show, bro. I was scared for my life. But yeah, but trust the driver. I dude, she was so close to like crashing eight times, and I'm like, how are you doing this? And she's like, oh, it's, I'm from New York. It's normal. I'm like, ugh. Wow. Because well, they're so close in the city, so they just they drive like that on the highway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's it's a foreign concept to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway yeah what do, you, um, sorry. what do you think about um driving downtown in charlottesville it's not bad like 
I don't know how you view it, but I, I don't, it's not, it's honestly not bad. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, it's pretty chilled out town, honestly. No, uh, up in Maryland, is there like a lot of like city driving areas like where you're from? Or no, it's it... mostly just like all suburbs, unless you go down to Baltimore or Annapolis, which I live in between. But since I live in between them, I mostly live in the suburbs. I and there's nothing to do around there except for like bowling and mini golfing and you know all the usual stuff that's in town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. The uh, the staples. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Uh, but when was the last time y'all ever went bowling? I went bowling last weekend with Franny and. I'm having a pretty good time with that. And then this weekend, on this Saturday, um, Andrew and I and my boyfriend, we're going to go bowling together. Nice. Yeah. Avid bowlers. Third wheel yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Gosh. It was actually a couple months. I don't know why I think of bowling as like a thing of the past, but I did it like a couple months ago. So Really? I don't know. Yeah. We still do it. Yeah. yeah. No, there was a – there's actually a – I mean – Okay, so I drive by this one in Surfside that's like decrepit and old and hasn't been used since the 50s. And then yeah. there's one right across the street from my school and it's like brand new and it's like super, super upscale. But I didn't think they were still like building bowling alleys. Yeah, I didn't think so either, but like it's, it's like brand new. I kind of thought like since it'd be too much to like, Cause, I mean, obviously, those are like specifics. So you'd think like someone else would just like when they go out of business, they just sell the building off. Right. I mean, it looks like a barn, but it's it's also so the the big money, I guess, is the restaurant. Mm. You know, they they had decent food, um, but long waits for places like that. Mm. You know, if they if it's like a mm. restaurant and a bowling alley, you got two things to juggle. But oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't been bowling in like a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in two years at this point. Yeah, yeah it definitely shows like the older crowd <laughs> that bowls, especially in my hometown, because now I live in New Jersey and moved to New Jersey and it's three miles away. But to take an Uber there, it's like, like 30 bucks. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I actually got into the car and the lady was like, I don't drive um, underage people. And I'm like, I'm 21. And she didn't believe me. So I had, so I actually had to show her my ID. Oh, wow. Yeah, because she didn't believe me that I was over the age of 18. Wow. So See, weird. That's, that's strange because like around here, people make a living doing Uber just to get people like to and from the bars. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, these, these folks are... They are, they are bar going people and the only like it's is big money every night pretty much down here yeah like, and, well, I with, like the nightlife scene out there man like mm. um, you bro you should have come down dude we could have gone out that would have been really fun that would have been that would have been fun for both of us because like i don't go out yeah so. i've only been out twice but yes, you don't do it all that often so no. it's like kind of a treat but it would have been fun man <laughs> yeah i wonder if there's any places in like charlottesville we could go out just to like test the waters um where we could go and have like fun uh i mean <laughs> like i think we probably need a couple of fake pieces of plastic to get them but really um and 20 bucks 
Yeah, twenty bucks. Uh, <laughs> cheaper into Charlottesville, but yeah. Um, it's, UVA's got to have some places. Oh I've, no, no, no! You've been on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, you've been on the corner. Yeah, I mean that's like that entire strip is just. Oh, that's like. No, they're upscale, dude. The ones down here are like rickety shacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nice. I'm, there was a rumor that like one of them burnt down and people were freaking out. And then they went and looked and it was it was still old and decrepit, but it should have been gone. It would have been better if it was burnt down. Or people just like, oh no, my favorite bar. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, damn. It's like, dude, dude, like, come on. I'm pretty like you think someone would like post something about a building bringing down and myrtle. I mean it happens more often than you there's a lot of things that go on around here that you know. What so actually that brings up a good point because I think you'll find this interesting, Angel. Can you describe like the DC nightlife since like coming to school and like your experience with it? Yeah, so it's actually pretty interesting because ever since I was little, I always gone throughout the day because, you know, my parents, they work in D.C. They're like, oh, yeah, the crack addicts are going to come, the marijuana users, the drug users, yeah. you know, like making it seem like this is this really big, scary place. But then once I got to college and I started going out to the bars, I mean, to the clubs, which I've been to about like three times already, it's actually pretty interesting to be with people my own age and you know of course like older people but having such a good time that i would never see else because i'd rather go to a club and spend you know 20 bucks to get in rather than going to a frat party because i know that my friend gabby she got um rookied roofied roofied yeah she got roofied. but of course she was go to the clubs and there'd be people smoking marijuana right outside the building. And of course I want to be like, can I take a hit? But, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, cause I don't know them. Right. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of roofies, like, oh my God, dude, around here, this is, oh, this is the worst. Uh, if, if you, if you are a party animal, come here because that's where you belong. But I know this poor girl, you know, she described herself as like Jersey trash or whatever, but like off, I think she said in, in her own words, off white Jersey trash. Not yeah. kidding. Um, that, I mean, that's self-deprecating to a whole new level, but anyway, yeah, that's like, she, yeah, she got roofied twice. Didn't learn the first time. Holy Went back for Lord. round two. Oh my Again. God ridiculous that really sucks i mean that's just the kind of thing that goes on around here pretty regularly i'd say i mean obviously i'm not connected with the frat scene but you know that's kind of what goes on in fact this it was ridiculous i was sitting on the uh one of the decks i was just tanning and this dude and his son walked by like a week ago and they were like and this and the dad was like um hey son where the frat house is at and I pointed over yonder. I'm like, all right, over there, sir. That's where they throw massive ragers. He's like, no, they study, right? They study. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah they study. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> they study how to get roofies into people's drinks. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Dude, literally, like, I knew this. I knew this guy, and biggest party animal ever. But he says, yeah, we have to advertise our frat as like a, a business only frat. We don't party. 
wink. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, buddy. Business only. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking selling drugs, probably. Probably. I mean, that's good business, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I people always like my grandfather. I mean, he like he was in the army and he would pass through Myrtle Beach on his way to Wilmington like every week or whatever when he was in the army. But he told me like Myrtle Beach is like the drug haven if of South Carolina. And like, yeah, if you go okay, if you go into like Myrtle Beach proper, it's a shithole. It's trash. Like, yeah, you got these janky shacks, and I've I've done DoorDash just to you know make enough cash to get by. And I go to some of these places, you know, and they are like really oh. sketchy. Like, and it's like oceanfront, and I'm like, this is not okay. Yeah. It's like drug houses on the on the beach. I'm like, dude, come on, y'all can do better. Yeah. Get a sketchy, dude. Oh, that's why I go to the South Strand, man. It's much better. But oh, jeez. Yeah. And so, in both like the DC and um, like uh, Myrtle areas, like. When you guys have been out and like with drug use, like what have you guys seen that's been like either really, really tame or like sketchy? Oh, Andrew, you go first. Oh, I would have to say how open they are to using marijuana in DC. I know that it just got like legalized mm-hmm. about, like, not that long ago, but as soon as you step into DC, literally what you smell is stray weed. Wow, nation cap, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I've oh, dude, okay. I've seen like so. Anytime I drive, pretty much, which is daily. But I mean, yesterday is a great example. I was just driving back, and this girl behind me was like, I saw she had her hand out the window smoking something, and then I caught a, I caught wind of what it was, and <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you know, she's high. But I see a lot of. Okay, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but I do see people like driving and smoking. Yeah. Like and and but I always like I always go like to the side to let them like speed ahead because I'm like I don't want no trouble. Yeah, um, exactly. I've seen oh dude, in one of the dorm halls, like the first week of school, this guy got caught with like a bunch of cocaine, like and a gun and like a ton of weed and like and, like a year's worth wow. of alcohol. Yeah, that's just one dude. I know that there are people wow. who deal like within. Let's just say there's a lot of drug use going on. Drug drug dealers. <laughs> a lot of a lot going on here. I don't know if it like compared to other colleges, but I know a lot of people have gotten busted and they've been like full on dealing, like just open yeah. air in the room. It's like yeah. step into my office. What do you want? Yeah. And they have like a bag. Dude, one of my buddies actually got held up at gunpoint over a bag of weed. Seriously, wow. kid in the same building as a guy with the cocaine. Oh, okay. It's, it's the ghetto in there. It is the full-on ghetto. But yeah. <laughs> and I lived there for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, so that's just around campus. I mean, let alone the Myrtle Beach area. There's probably crack pipes laying about. You know. Okay, the Myrtle <clears throat> Beach area is different than Myrtle proper. Myrtle proper is trash. But if you go like South Strand, Surfside Garden City, you know, anywhere west of Myrtle Beach on the intercoastal waterway, all that, some really, really nice houses, like million dollar homes in North Myrtle, too. But besides that, no, Myrtle proper, 
trash and lots of drugs. <laughs> so my grandfather was right. <laughs> Could you imagine like that happening here? That'd be absolutely insane. You're just living like right next to like a coke dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's you messed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh. First day you get there and sweet mates have like a big bag of coke and a scale just put out on the table. Oh, dude, literally like I wake up at four in the morning to these dudes just booking it up and down the hallway screaming something, you know, and it's just like ridiculous. Like one of them yelled like, I like strawberries in my ass <laughs> as he's like running down the hallway. And I, oh, dude, I was like, man, I need to move out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, just have your roommate take shrooms and then threaten to kill you. Nope, then you get your own list. That's right. That's right. Or have one of your friends Hips. get mushrooms and then threaten to kill you. Yeah. 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 That was my plan all along. Yeah. Just to get him to move out. Now I'm working on the second one, but it's nice. Yeah, cool's nice. almost done, so not really worth it. <laughs> yeah, not really worth uh, it. But. So has any of that ever been done like in front of you? Like you've been like hanging out at a party and then like I've seen deals go down. Have you ever seen like someone do something like up the nose though? I can't say I have. Okay. Um I haven't seen I haven't seen it, but uh yeah, so I nothing I, I've only seen like dudes in like Dodge Challengers come up. Black Dodge Challengers handed something out the window to some guy playing them cash. That's that's the 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 dealing I've seen. I've, I mean, dude, getting held up at gunpoint like over a bag of weed. Imagine if you know who held us up at gunpoint over yeah. weed. I'd, pro- I'd probably laugh because it'd be like the funniest shit ever. Yeah, because he'd probably be like a wannabe with it, and mm-hmm. I would just tell him to go. You know what to himself. Yeah. You know. Oh, going on that what you were talking about. So I actually saw a guy that I used to hang out with. He actually snorted Adderall in front of me. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, he I, crushed I, up the pills with like um I forgot what, but then like he took his card, literally made lines, and literally sniffed that shit. Wow. Yeah. So she seemed like the same stuff we have. Like, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of fucked up, right? It is. It, it scars you. There's no doubt. Yeah. You're never the same. And so, Angel, so like what other, if you're willing to talk about it, like what other, like, I mean, obviously besides like smoking or whatever, what other drugs have you seen like done in front of you that just like shocked you or were just like? Um, Kratom. What's Kratom. that? It's oh. like an opioid. Mm, oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I never done it, but the user that did use it, he told me that it would make him like super constipated. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Why the hell would you do it? Yeah. Quite a, quite a side effect there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for three days. Yeah. Trying to take a shit the night after. Like, God, grandma's like, kill me. Yeah. Speaking of. I wonder if that's common. Maybe. Yeah. I'll be right back. Uh, you guys keep talking about drug use. <laughs> sketchy, <laughs> sketchy shit, yeah. 
you know, I believe more into, more into spirituality, but I do believe in some concepts of the religion. But of course, there are some parts of the religion that I just don't really mm-hmm. agree with. Bogus, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of, I can get on board with like the main ideas, you know, of like, yeah. there's a higher being, you know, Jesus is legit, um, all that. Like, I can get down with that. Um, but when you're talking, when you, when you get to talking about like living by the Ten Commandments, you know, every day, it's like, we're human. We can't, we're not perfect. And I believe in like a God that's kind of like a bro, you know, where he's like, yeah, dude, what up? Like, I'm going to sprinkle some joy on today for you, man. Stuff, yeah. like, stuff like, like, that's the kind of God I believe in, you know? Yeah. You know, like I also believe in that, but I also kind of feel like I am a higher power myself. Like I feel like each life that I, cause I believe in reincarnation, but I believe that in each life that I live, I'm supposed to learn like an ultimate lesson. And then I, and then when I die, I come together and like, I fit myself like puzzles of pieces. Like each life that I live is like a piece of the puzzle. And then one day, hopefully I'll be completely full and therefore like ascend. So you reach like Nirvana. Yeah. That is so sick. That's yeah, that, actually, that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. something that I believe in. Wow. So you think you have like multiple lives and then like, it, it like in each life you learn a, a big lesson overall and then you you piece yourself together over the many generations i guess you would say and then all of a sudden it's like hold up i've completed myself yes that's sick that's legit because like i believe a lot in like other dimensions and mm. stuff like that like i feel like when i have a deja vu it's just another piece of my soul that's doing it before and it wow. ascends across the galaxy to me that is so cool yeah so, that, damn you just brought some fresh perspective served yeah. it up on a silver platter thank you ma'am mm-hmm. i'll be how, how about that 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 that's interesting to me because uh, you know when i when i have a deja vu i'm like hmm you know, I don't think too much about it, but then, you know, this kind of makes me think like, maybe there's something more to it. That's, that's kind of what I believe in because it's so weird how like deja vu happened. And like when I go to, and when I dream, I dream a lot of the same places and they say that you can't make uh, faces in your head, but like I have seen such wacky stuff in my dream and I can lucid dream. So I am in control of my dreams, but there's just some stuff that I cannot control, like the characters. And you know, like they tell me like secrets of other people that I didn't remember or I just didn't know. So do you think that dreaming is like a possible um, portal to a different dimension? I definitely believe so. Okay, sick. Cause we were talking about that last, like two podcasts ago. Um, and we were, what we were talking about drugs was the main topic and we we're talking about dmt and how dmt is in your brain and it gets released in your diet and then you see the light and it's like is that but like when you dream this brings up an interesting question like when you dream that could possibly be like uh, there was this guy who had an entirely separate life but it was all a dream life and he had like a dream wife and a dream kids and dream job 
well, figuratively. Um, but then he had a real life and he yeah. would like swap between the two, but it would be like all continuous. Wow. He would just pick up where he left off. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. Someone can do so, like, what like, explain lucid dreaming because, like, I've heard that term thrown around and I don't got a clue what it means. Okay, so lucid dreaming. What I do to lucid dream is before I go to sleep, I'm like, this is all a dream. This is literally just a dream. And then when I sleep, that's my last conscious thought and therefore blooms into like a subconscious dream. Because when you're dreaming, you're like, you're in your subconscious. And so like, I take a hold on my dreams and I can control if I want to fly, if I want to swim. If I wanted to do anything, like I remember that I had one zombie dream because I watch a lot of zombie movies. So, you know, I dream about it often. And I remember that it got scary and I literally sat in a chair and I'm like, I'm going to fly away. And next, you know, what, the chair had these like um, <laughs> remote control panels yeah, and I could, and I press the button. Next, you know, I was flying across the zombies. <laughs> that is so sick. Yeah. yeah That's crazy. Because like when I'm in a dream and I want to do something, I always can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the thing about dreaming and lucid dreaming. Like I have been lucid dreaming ever since I was little and then I don't really do it anymore because it starts feeling like reality because reality, technically you can do anything that you want. It's just yourself holding you back. And you know, like society rules, but that's like all in your mind. <laughs> mind blown dude yeah i'll be (laughs) dude wow that's that's awesome yeah i got a lot to think about (laughs) what is actually reality dude that's interesting can can you create all right society okay society is an issue right yeah. Like, I don't know, dude. We're, because at the end of the day, we could create our own reality if we wanted to. And I do believe that. But of course, there's like limitations. You know, like I can't, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden be in London and have a whole life to myself. But like right now, if I could, you know, like, I could just go wild. I could literally, like, you go rob a store. I could rob a store or I can harm people. Like, it really doesn't matter because, like, the only thing that's literally holding yourself back is you. Is in that yeah. society. Well, the societal implications of what you do. Yeah. But if those are, if those are discarded, then you, you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, if, if you just don't care, you can do anything. That's you right. can fly off a cliff. You won't make it very far. You or maybe have a wingsuit, but like you could you could fly with a wingsuit. So, and if you wanted to live a life in London all to yourself, you could just hop on a plane, get over there, and be like, "I'm here. I'm gonna do this." I know. So, like, you can literally make your life how exactly that you want it to do. Bingo. I believe in a lot of like manifestations and like like affirmations to help build a life because, like, I feel that my life that I have lived in the past wasn't up to how i ideally wanted but now i feel like i'm living in the good days and like i feel like i have a little bit more control in my life nice that's awesome yeah. mm-hmm. andy what do you think about all that it's a lot to think about um 
I will start off by saying that I think with reality itself, it's it's one of those things where if we didn't have the issues that people do, we could do whatever we wanted mm-hmm. for good, for better or for worse. I mean, right. you know. But is human nature good or bad? I think it's inherently morally gray. Yeah. It's good. I, I believe that because I believe some people are just born evil and some people are born for good. And I feel like societal yeah. rules are meant for people that that do bad stuff. Because like have you ever because like you know like back in like high like in elementary school this is a good one god i remember so i used to always be like a top student very on behavior and i wouldn't get that many like gifts like 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 a piece of candy or awards compared to people that always did bad like once they got a good grade teachers are like oh let me give you a piece of candy because like you did so wonderful compared to me that i have been like scoring wonderful mm-hmm. on my tests and i never got really anything out of it and i feel like that kind of happens with society i feel like people that do bad and do something good society is like oh my gosh i can't believe that you know they change for good they finally saw god and that everybody loves them but people that do automatically good i feel like they are struggling because they can't really like spread out their message that much yeah. Like, oh, they've been doing it. Like, I don't want to hear them. Like, uh, a clean room is left unnoticed. Effectively, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of, so it sounds like what you're saying is society rewards more attention to people that have, are reformed as opposed to they've been doing good all their lives. Yeah. That's like, it's like, yeah. It's like, wow, you did great. Good for you. Finally. Getting your shit together or something. You know, Whereas yeah, somebody I mean, who. Yeah. And I feel like we shouldn't, as a society, we shouldn't be rewarding that. We should tell them, like, good job for, like, you know, getting your stuff online. But, you know, don't don't take away from the people that have already been doing. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It's like you can finally maybe join their ranks if you're good enough. But I don't know that. That's that's an interesting concept to grasp, you know. Yeah. And I feel like like when we're born, the idea idea of like moral grayness is kind of prevalent in every kid because they could go either way. Interesting. Explain. Well, okay, so like you take like a blank slate or you take like a blank piece of paper. You can put anything you want on that, right? Mm-hmm. And kids the exact same way are a baby. You know, you can put them in evil setting. You can put them in purest and purest, like, you know, and I feel like if, you know, I feel like if there's an experiment done where it was like, you know, two different babies or like they were clones of each other and they had the exact same genetic makeup, exact same, like if you could could control this exact same, like, mental makeup like how your brain mm-hmm. identical they respond, like they would respond in the exact same way to the exact same situation and put them in like you know and obviously there's like you know this is obviously very very inhumane but you put them in like the family of like you know one kid and like maybe a normal suburban family or 
I don't know, like hippies, like, <laughs> like people that are stereotypically known for good. And then, you know, and, and of course this will never ever happen, but then like you gave a baby away to like neo-Nazis or something. And you see how those kids grow up and, you know, determining if whether or not people are inherently good or inherently evil. And I feel like the whole moral gray situation kind of comes in because if you're to take an exact copy of one person, you know, split into two people and you put them in two different situations, you know, how does that, how do they, how are they molded? How do they turn out? Yeah. Well, it's a, oh, so ahead, this is ahead. actually a psychological topic, um, a psychology topic. So it's called nature versus nurture. So nature mm -hmm. is if mm -hmm. you're born inherently evil or good and nurture is how you were raised in the world. So I believe that there has been studies done. Um, I remember there was this one case, but I don't really remember it clearly, but it was like these triplets, but they all grown up in different homes, but they end up marrying like, like the same woman in the same year, like, like, like the same name of the woman or like same oh, pictures wow. of the woman and like same year and have like the dog in the same name like there was mm. very like so, like similarities mm -hmm. in them even though they grown up in completely different homes wow interesting okay so, so do you think okay with nature versus nurture which do you think is a greater force i kind of lean toward nature as being a greater force because think about this you rebel against your parents at some point in time over something you know that's nature taking over it's like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do this, you know? Yeah. I mean, but there also are some teenagers that are goody two shoes and sheeple. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know those types. And it is two different types of people, you know, those who are more complicit and then those who are more, you know, kind of break the mold. Um, I kind of break the mold a lot, but. Um, the finals have anything to say for them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't do so well on my finals, but uh, it's all right. I don't know, because, and this is another interesting characteristic. When I don't do good on a test, I don't typically care. Like, it's not in my nature to care. Yeah. However, my brother, who is incredibly smart, like NASA engineer quality, right? Ooh. He takes his grades so seriously, and he he's passionate about it and he gets them mm -hmm. so two different people two different reactions also two different paths in life raised by the same people raised by the same people so yeah. i kind of think it's a nature thing more than a nurture thing although nurture does have an impact there's no doubt that is actually yeah yeah that is a good way to look at it mm -hmm. what do y'all think um, i believe more in nurture because like i feel like as i mentioned before about the whole like you can do anything it's up to society i feel like society put a lot of like rules and regulations mm -hmm. on people and how they think and view and i think that's why like with psychedelics the government bans them and put them as like a class a felony because like you're actually expanding your mind and seeing reality as it should be like I feel like with psychedelics, it removes that filter off your third eye and you can actually see things for how they actually are.
but in a whole different new perspective. It's like you're living a different life, mm -hmm. but in the same body. I dig that. That is actually, yeah, that is actually a pretty good way to sum it up. You're living a different life in the same body. Yeah. I think that is a, is a verified fact. So I think you're right about that. Yeah. That's um, so, you know, then that's got a prompt question. You know, what are they trying to make us complicit in? This is why I'm such a big advocate of just thinking for yourself. No matter what it is, just think for yourself. Don't go with the flow on everything. Because you can't trust the government, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. <laughs> That's just something I think, you know, if you're and I'm, I've never done psychedelics, I never experienced that. But I have in my own life realized that at some point I was like, look, there's a lot of things in this world I don't agree with. And instead of just going with the flow and doing what everyone's doing, because yeah, that's going to be easier. Yeah. I'm going to make a lot more friends, but I'm also going to be really unhappy because I'm going to be doing something that's disgenuine to who I am, <coughs> you know? So I do question things. I do think for myself, yeah. I, I try to come to rational, you know, oh, rational endings on all of these, anything, of course. Um, but it just, it just seems like if more people would do that, this society would frankly be a lot better because then you have a lot more people voicing their opinions and actually, you know, about it. yeah. I mean, to hell with the government. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got put on a list. Oh, yeah, probably. It's all right. Whatever. Your mom's probably listening in right now. Government. He's like, who the fuck is Angel hanging out with? Yeah. yeah. I'm just a surfer, dude. And I'm a pot-smoking hippie that hates the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're one and the same. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. more people in politics should realize that everyone just hates the government. Yeah, honestly. Like, nobody cares about the government. Yeah. Nobody, everyone yeah. hates it. In like, some form or fashion, no one likes the government. Mm -hmm. Like, when, when there was the last time they did anything productive? World War Never. II. <laughs> World War II, perhaps. Yeah. But yeah, that was probably the last. Yeah. yeah the last that's, raw. Besides the last thing prompting fucking witch hunts for red yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. And now all of those folks are long gone. So it, it just seems weird how, like, the demographic of Congress just keeps getting older and more decrepit. Like we need some fresh faces in there, man. We do, we do. But I want people who have a who have a you know a stable mind and who are going to cooperate with either side. Yeah, and that actually prompts a good question. What do you guys think about the possibility of Roe versus Wade being reversed? Oh my gosh! No, happens. I would join the Satanic Temple because it's in their religion that abortions are legal. I think, yeah, you mean you're talking about, yeah, yeah, Why are they well, doing can, that? I know. I, because I'm going to protect my own body, my own rights. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, I'm not, like, for abortion. I'm not against abortion. I feel like everybody should have their own rights to their own body. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it, it's a choice. It's yeah. your choice. I'm not, look, who am I to tell you what to do with your body? Mm -hmm. Who am I? You know, yeah, exactly. And don't tell me what to do with mine. Especially if you're not the father, little Murray reference. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you get those, you know, magical words. You are not the father. You know. Yeah, those so, magical. And words. what does it matter to you? Like exactly. 
like because that's the thing i don't know if this makes us like i don't know if this makes me like a psychopath or not but i don't lose sleep over that like abortion like you shouldn't because that's just common sense yeah because people okay so like the way i see it is okay i understand it you don't want any living thing to be killed that's fine enough but let other people decide don't force Mm -hmm. your morals upon other people and it is a moral dilemma although i guess you could say it's an ethical dilemma too you know what do you do with a fetus right you yeah you know it's, it's it's common sense to be like hey look your body your choice who am i to tell you what to do at the end of the day do i care no i don't i don't freaking care like i don't i don't lose sleep over any of that because it doesn't affect me it's not my problem it's not my well it's my problem if the right gets taken away from other people yeah then then it becomes my problem because it's an infringement you know on on human rights at that point on human rights and i i'm not okay with that yeah and what i always found to be kind of ironic is america's land of the you know land of the brave home of the free or home of the brave land of the free all that or what I, you know that proves <laughs> how patriotic i am because like i can't even remember that bullshit. Yeah. but it's like okay so you have the freedom to do what you want let that apply to everything if yes. you that's the thing okay so like if you say that to someone they're probably thinking some people see that as purely economic and some people see that totally as a, you know, humanitarian thing, like the freedom of choice and what it means in this country. I personally think that when you have the freedom of choice, you have the freedom to pick and choose what you want to do. There's not a government entity or, you know, one asshole that came to power because everyone else was too sheepish to tell them no. You know? Well, look at Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. He rose to power because of sheeple. Yeah, because of, you know, he played into the he fascist mindset almost. Yeah. And so if you if you take that, you might be like, okay, these people had free will, but they acted as one. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and that's the, that's the problem with the herd mentality. Yeah. In general, whether it comes with, you know, with, with wokeness or with far-right extremism or, I mean, anything under the sun. Yeah. You can think that, you know, tomatoes a vegetable or a fruit or whatever the hell yeah but if you swing too hard one way and you follow that mindset it's only going to lead to destruction either way you look at it yeah. and if you don't leave room for other opinions other thoughts mm-hmm. then you're not leaving room for extremism won't get you anywhere no and it's only the people on the far ends who are yelling the loudest yeah. But they're the ones who make the change because they're the ones who are the loudest. Whereas they're everybody else in the middle, to, yeah. everybody else in the middle is just caught up in it, right. you know. Exactly. But and it is not fun. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I do love America. I do love this country, and I've seen I've seen firsthand, quite frankly, how somebody can come here with nothing and raise to the top like they couldn't in their home country. Mm. And I've seen, you know, my own mother, she grew up poor in Wilmington, how much, and she wanted a better life for her and her family. And well, she worked hard, you know, against the odds and made it happen. Yeah. 
that's to me. And I meet people all over the place who are from a foreign country and they come here to build a better life for themselves and they can, whereas they couldn't in their home country. And that gives, and they're the most patriotic people I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really admire them and their stories and it just gives me, you know, it gives me hope that, you know, at least a lot of people, you know, the, the people at least who this country was built on, you know, immigrants, at least they still see it for what it is. Yeah. That is very, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I like that. But. but our current political system does not support that message. Mm-hmm. Well, that depends. Depends on what aspect you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it all depends on what lens you look through. I, you know, in and we don't need to get into capitalism. No, 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 no. We don't need to get into no, no, no. Um, the, um, but I will say that I mean, you you got people like oh, Steve Jobs. He's from like Ukraine or wherever, right? Is he? Yeah, he was adopted from some country. Oh, over there. he was. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I thought you said like he. Okay, I thought you were saying like he came from like he like was born and raised in Ukraine and then came over. Ukraine. Oh no, he was born in Ukraine or somewhere, somewhere over yonder. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. And and look at where he got. Yeah, biggest country on earth. But oh, yeah, damn. To that I say only in America. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't overturn Roe versus Wade because it's infringing on people's rights. It, it's human. It's human rights. It's yeah. human rights. Um, pisses me off that they would try to do that. Yeah, I also don't think, and this is just my own personal opinion on like religion and whatnot. But I am like a really, really big proponent of like church, the separation of church and state. Yes. And I feel like, okay, so this, this is my issue with like abortion and religion. Obviously, we have no proof that any of what we believe in exists. None. Like definitive, like scientific proof. Like people can have their experiences. Maybe they're, you know, experiencing something holy or maybe they're just going nuts. I'm not denying the fact that like, there is proof but like i'm talking about definitive recorded proof that was like officially conducted we don't know anything to be true god doesn't have an instagram page no he doesn't no no no. we can't slide into his we can't slide into jesus's unfortunately although i want some of that (laughs) although i actually have seen pages where they claim to be like jesus oh no And they're like, <laughs> they're like giving money, and I'm like, no, no. Um, but I don't think we should be basing human rights issues off of something that may or may not exist. Well, so law, so I mean, obviously, church and state. I believe it was, um, it was some famous dude from way back said that there should be a separation. Yeah, I think we learned that in AP Lang, and we forgot. But um. Well, the separation of church and state came about in the like tail end of the revolution, I think. I don't. That's the thing. I don't really remember. I 
Um, that would be something to look up, yeah. I got it. Uh, what was the dude's name? Um, I don't know, but some some dude from way back, but he. I don't know. I, it's it's important to have a separation between church and state. It is yeah. because if you don't have that, then you're blurring the lines between what's moral and what's ethical and what's legal. Yeah, exactly. at that point, and that's that can't that can't happen. And we've seen what happens when you give the church unchecked power. Uh, yes, we have, and that's freedom. why we have freedom of religion in this country. Because yeah. if your religion is different than say, okay, say we have Christian church and state, and then um islamic person comes over and he's like this doesn't fit that's why we have separation of church yes yeah, so you're able to practice your religion free, free bingo and that doesn't impact the legal system yeah exactly ideally yeah. this i feel is a moral stance that is in some terms well it's it's moral i wouldn't really label it as religious it's it's, it's a moral not. standing and, and and what i was saying before is like you shouldn't when you have an opinion on this sort of thing i don't really take the people that are like oh in my christian church we ain't stand for abortion and it's like okay then prove he's real prove that he actually said that prove that what your god believes he's actually saying i don't know how they so honestly religion is entirely interpretation and i don't understand well okay i'm not versed enough to 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 understand why maybe it's because god created life or whatever that it's like a big deal i don't know why it's a big deal but it is in that in say the christian church um that's i I mean that hey that's how they that's how they do and i say to each their own because i have folks in my family who are extremely religious um and that's totally cool I yeah. want them to be able to do that freely and for me to do whatever I want to do freely. You know, yeah. as long as there's mutual respect, mm-hmm. I feel like it's okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and that's with anything, but you know, when it comes to something like Roe v. Wade, you've got to, you've got it. That's more of a humanitarian issue. It is. Yeah. You know, but anyway, like I think letting religion decide like major factors like this is kind of a thing of the past well it, it is not it, only it a is. thing of the it shouldn't have been a thing in the past though it shouldn't have, it should have just never been that's what happens when you don't put much of an i mean they did put an emphasis like this thing the catholic church put an emphasis on education but only certain people and mm-hmm. you know it was like used to keep people from thinking freely and that's why you know like atheists and you know muslims and jews were persecuted for just believing in what they believed in and obviously that kind of unchecked power is just hideous. right and when um over in europe when like martin luther i believe was he finally he like he like read the bible and he was like hey y'all guess what you can read this for yourself and you can interpret it how you want. The Catholic church hated that because they were like all of our power gone. Like we can't tell them what the word of God is, yeah, you know, because and that's why every, everybody should actually one of my cousins, interestingly enough, 
is a Bible translator, or at least I think he wanted to be for a while. He might still do it, but he translates Bibles into like Hebrew and other languages. He's like a language like guru. This guy's crazy. Um, and he does that because he believes it's important for everybody to be able to come up with their own interpretation of God. So I think Martin Luther was the first proponent of that, of thinking freely in that way. And he, he kind of started that. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. What do you think about like the separation of church and state, and, you know, keeping it like people's beliefs away from like the political system? and whatnot? I definitely believe in that to create a separation because once it becomes together, then I feel like more colonization will start happening. Like, like, like the like the president or whoever is going to be working in the office at time, whoever is going to be like, oh, yeah, everybody should be Christian. Everybody should believe in this kind of like how Trump was. So Trump really went for the Christian people. Mm -hmm. because of, that was like, his base. The, yeah, of his like similar viewpoints. And I kind of feel like that was that's going to happen again. I don't feel like with this president, but I feel maybe like the next one, if, you know, like a Republican comes into office or something. Well, you can't label all Republicans as, you know, super religious, like fanatics. Yeah, but what I have been alive and what I have seen is mm -hmm. kind of showing me that. It, it's well, especially with Donald Trump. No. Well, so Donald Trump, that's a completely different story. He is, for, um, I, I guess you wouldn't really see a lot of religious I don't know if you see a lot of religious Democrats, but I understand what you're saying. And I, I do agree that there is an overwhelming majority of Republicans are religious to some degree. Now, there are some who are a lot more than others. Yeah. Um, and that's an important distinction, quite honestly, um, because like for me, yeah, I might lean more right, but I'm not the super crazy like religion like yeah. i'm not on my soapbox preaching about jesus every Sunday. all yeah. right yes i believe in that yes it's a part of my life but it doesn't guide every decision that i make and it doesn't it it what guides what guides my life is rationale yeah so to label all i mean to say all anything is this is wrong inherently but at least that's what I think. Oh, I think that 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 would be pretty true because you just can't say like everybody on this side is this way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Politics yeah. is too has gotten way too. It is. It is. It needs to slow its roll. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. But instead of everyone attacking each other on social media, attack each other in real life. Yeah. That's right. Because <laughs> they don't have the balls to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it'll be an interesting conundrum. <laughs> and imagine like, imagine like with Roe versus Wade. Imagine all the shit that's gonna create, like oh, riots, black market for abortions. But that's right. Yeah. Sketchy abortions, dude. Mm -hmm. oh. Think about it. You're gonna see dudes on Snapchat posting their story. Twenty bucks an abortion you know, two for 35, you can get it. Oh my God. You know, if this, if this, I'm, I'm going to be genuinely scared for like the fate of this country, if a humanitarian issue 
like this. If, if, it, if this gets overturned, like this was already did. This isn't the past, man. Like this is done. This is old news. I thought we decided this. Like, why do we have to revisit this? Something we already, I mean, who's coming up with this? Like who, who decided to, who thought this was a good idea? I think it was the courts themselves. Really? I think they just one day wake up and be like, oh, let's, you know, return this. They were thinking about doing it for a while. And I think with, um, who was the Ruth Bader? Ruth Bader Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah. I feel like they were kind, because I read an article. It was, this thing was around before she died. Really? Apparently she was one of the people kind of holding it back from like, Mm actually getting it pushed and then you know obviously when she passed away and then you know a little bit of time went by and obviously it's coming back into fruition right that's interesting it's is a lot yeah and there was like some pro-life people that were screaming at kids on campus the other day and it was pretty funny yeah it was speaking of um roe v wade some okay, this is going to be a Patreon episode, but some of, or maybe this will be like next week's or maybe the end of whenever you finish college. I want to have a sit down and be like, all right, what was the craziest things that we saw? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, do I have a list. Let me give you a little preview by just saying this, which relates. I've seen pregnancy tests just discarded on the ground out in the open for everyone to see with a bow on them. <laughs> oh, oh. It gets worse. You walk into some, 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 some girls' rooms, condoms nailed on the wall. <gasps> A list A to Z with tally marks under each letter for you can guess. Yeah. And this is on the chicks part. Yes. 100% on the chicks. So. Damn. Damn. The dudes are tame compared. Like, we are tame. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Y'all are tripping, dude. This is another day in the life. Sometimes, huh? Yeah, so it puts things into perspective. <laughs> it makes you feel kind of sad, actually. Shit. It's it's actually really sad. I think it's really sad. that they're, I mean, that's some... That's, uh, yeah. Imagine, like, you're some poor bastard, like, drunk off his ass... You get like seduced by this chick, and that's like the first thing you see when you walk into a room. Oh, dude, I'd be like, "Come on, man!" I walk yeah. out. Ew. That's just shameful. I'm sorry. Like, it is shameful. Oh, it's sad. No. Everyone's different. Like, oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! I'm kind oh, of glad we come up now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a good time, but something's wrong with this school, dude. Yeah. It's the clientele. They're all from New Jersey. I mean, we don't even have that shit. Like, Bruh, y'all are missing out. <laughs> Apparently so. Mm-hmm. Y'all are in a normal, like, semi-normal school, I imagine. Like, yeah. I'm out here, you know, day-to-day, you know, trying to survive, like, primal shit. <laughs> So how about this? How about um, you give us the rest of your preview, and then we go into quote good moment. That was the preview. Oh, that oh that was the entire <laughs> bro. That's only a scratch on the surface. 
wow. barely. So we'll we'll have a we'll have that for next. Let's do like maybe end whenever you get out of college, like end the next week or whatever, or whenever you, whenever you do. It's like two weeks from now. Oh, okay, cool. I think it's exactly two weeks from now. Oh, sick. All right, we'll do it then. So um, yeah, you're invited, but, Angel. Come on back. You're always invited. Yeah, always invited. Um, yeah, but all right. Want to do our cool dude moment? Yes, I do. But before I get into that, I want to. Do you want to go over the thing that we discussed previously? Oh, actually, yeah, that ties in pretty well. as like a yeah. I was I was wondering when we were going to segue into that. Yeah, but. I can. Um, I mean, I guess there's like no real. It'll be a bit blunt, but it's a bit blunt. But yeah. this is our first like. I guess this is our first like fan feedback and yeah, yeah, yeah. or a fan request rather. And, yeah. Which is um, interesting that this is the first thing people requested for us to talk. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Not like in a think. bad way. It's just like, mm-hmm. really like it, us. Like, really like, is this what you want to know? I mean, hey. I mean, yeah, answer- but, if wanna, but if you. We're answering questions. Yeah. You want to answer some cues? Yeah. Let's get into some cues. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right. Uh, so. All right. So I guess I'll, I guess like I'm the unofficial announcer of these questions, aren't I? You can be, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about gay marriage? Right. So here's all right. So here's the premise of this entire um question. So I was just chilling on my bed. I get a text from my buddy. He's like, "Yo, look at this." So I don't use Yik Yak because it's a place where um immature people spread bullshit. But I so he sent me a screenshot and it reads, "Hey, Eric, can you do a podcast on gay marriage?" And then a comment said, or if he's too mature for Yik Yak, somebody who knows him, please ask. (laughs) So, all right, let's dive into it. What do y'all think? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. I think it's all about love. Yeah. Amen. It's literally literally you're loving someone. What's wrong with that? Love is love, man. No matter what it is. That's how I believe. You know? Yeah, like... That was always one of those things where the, I've always thought about, like, what if organized, re- well, not organized religion, because that was a thing before Christianity and Judaism and, you know, Islam and all that. But, like, what would happen if, like, we didn't have, like, those big three religions or if they didn't become as, like, pro- predominant as they did? Because that's the thing. What people don't realize about, like, homosexuality and like as someone who's straight like i'm talking about this from like a purely scientific standpoint gay people existed before christianity was a thing it was a very it was a very very well-known thing they're gay animals yeah they're 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 literally like so they're literally gay animals like, mm-hmm. so people that make the argument like oh they're just curses on biology it's like no that's like, no dude that's there is no mistake in this world no it's like whatever whoever you decide to love like it's you know not up to us and it makes me think like how much earlier could we have like normalized it you know if we didn't have these like things holding us back honestly i feel like it was normalized in the ancient world like dudes were dudes were sucking dudes off and it was like no big thing they didn't give a shit. Like, I think no, they- actually, that's the thing. There was um, a couple of Greek city states where it was encouraged to be gay and not straight. Yeah, like, so, there was actually a king. Like I swear to God, like, there was a. 
it was some i don't think it was like a Ro- i don't think it was like a roman emperor but i think it was like it was some like greek nobleman or he might have even been royalty or part of the royal family but he was actually either denounced or something happened where like he had like he was like the big like seat of power was like taken away from him because of the fact that he was just like and this is actually how the article put it too into women oh really so like they actually kicked him out for not being gay holy that's a role reversal like you never hear about that no it's like yeah he's too straight get him out of here yeah like he's not might hear that in hollywood these days anyway um yeah that's so like my my take i have a pretty interesting take on this so obviously i am totally for gay marriage i love oh god i would sound like donald trump i love gay people i think they're fantastic (laughs) but but i i do and they i have i have gay friends and they're you know we're just we're, we're we're best of buds and it's all a good time um I, I look at somebody and the only thing that I look at is the content of their character. I don't look at anything else because that's what dictates to me. If you sink or swim, doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, what you believe in, whatever. The content of your character dictates how I feel about you. So that's where I stand on it. Now, yeah. a religious argument for gay marriage, which I actually thought up, I thunked it up in my own brain yeah. is like, okay, so you say marriage is between a man and a woman, right? And you say that oh, you say that love is sacred, okay? Gay people just want that sacred love just as much as anybody else. Love is love. If love is sacred and these two people have it, they, these two people share this sacred bond, isn't that inherently good? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that what God intended? Yes. Or what people... Problem solved. That's the thing, but it's also, you have to remember, that's the interpretation of other people. Right, but you could totally rationalize that way. They say love is sacred. So if two people, two gay people, have love for each other, then that is sacred. That is holy. That is whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. well, no, what I was saying before is like... We have to remember that like religion is the interpretation of other people. So like, right. Yeah. This, that's what I meant before is like mm-hmm. so this bias against gay people. It obviously, you know, it kind of like this hatred, like it's hypocritical on the behalf of the religions part. It is. They say to accept and love everyone for who they are, but you can't accept the fact that yeah. your son or daughter might you know, like doing something a little different than. than yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting point. So voila, our first question that we've ever gotten on this podcast. Oh, answer. after a year. Thank Let's God. go like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, dude, we've been doing this like a year and a half. That's awesome. Oh shit. And we're picking up steam brother. And the fact that like we're almost, well, not almost, but like we're going to be at two years next year. That's awesome. All right. So any other final thoughts on gay marriage? Yeah. So (laughs) 
as a bi woman, because I'm actually bi, um, I actually went to the church. So with the church, I don't agree with a lot of their teachings because like I am, you know, a homosexual, but I believe that like I went to the priest and I told him that that like I believe that gay marriage should be allowed in the church because it's all about love and that like there's no concepts in the Bible. And then he was like, well, the Bible says a man and a woman, but I'm like, it doesn't touch about gay marriage at all. And he was like, well, as like a priest, we are like supposed to say that, you know, men and women has to come together to create life. And I think that's their biggest thing is creating life because without life, how is the church supposed to run? Fair enough. If there's no more Christians involved. If you don't literally bread the kingdom. Of yeah, the yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Although any reasonably open-minded person would would argue as I did that love is sacred and yeah. love is love. Yeah. But... You know, actually, I do remember um, there is one church that a United Methodist church that I went to. They seemed to be actually really open minded, like there were several gay couples in the crowd. Oh. And so I, I find that, you know, there's a lot of different sectors of, you know, say Christian, you know, religion. I honestly believe that United Methodist is by far the best one for a lot of reasons, but one being that they are super inclusive when it comes to anybody yeah yeah include sexual orientation whatever so that kind of makes me think that there is hope in that regard you know definitely so yeah i mean i don't know i see god as just a bro you know (laughs) he's your homie he's bro god's my homie dude all loving all knowing all loving and all knowing Cool. And all and all good, but he'll be like, "Yo, I'll throw you a curveball, dog. Figure it out." Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a challenge, but I don't know. I feel like there there's there is a still a place for religion in society, and I feel like actually a study was done and it showed that human beings are like we we naturally gravitate towards something like that. Yeah, an ideology, an ideology of some sort, which you know these days, um. The, it seems like the two political systems, I mean, that's an ideology and that people gravitate towards and they treat it as like a new religion, which is backwards. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. There there may be hope for it still. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But, all right. All right. Great pot. Good pot. Awesome one. Yeah. Thank you for being on. You're welcome. I love being on you. Rad. It's always a good time. It's always a good time. But, dude, yeah, I mean, this is sick. Really good pod. All right. Um, Andy, oh, we're doing quote, dude, moment. Do you have a quote? If you don't, I can find one. Uh, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? I have a quote. Do it. Yes, the universe is strange to think about, but what's even stranger is being able to think. That ties in really well what we've been talking about, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's that's a really good one. Right on. All right. Encouraging you to think. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that's sick. Let's revel in that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Right on. <laughs> All right. Andy, um, 
Who is your dude of the week? Who or what? <sighs> Farquhar Police Department. <laughs> I didn't get my fucking ride along the schedule. Oh. So now I'm probably going to have to fail the class. Just because of that? Yep. That's a bummer. Yep. You'd be like that. Yep. <laughs> That's Angel, Angel, who is your who or what is your dude of the week? Franny, he came down from out of town. I've known him for a while. Such a cool dude. He gave us a gas mask. Right on. Bringing it out. Yeah, yeah I'm bringing it out. We're not using this footage anyway, so yeah. No, the footage is. Although I, I don't know. I YouTube in the pod is a lot. Yeah. We save that channel for other stuff. I think in the future. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, I'll show you. Yes, check this thing out, man. Putting it on. It's looking then, looking sharp, dude. I'm into that. Yeah, he gave us that. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. All right, let's. Uh, oh, my dude of the week is. Um, I gotta say, probably my sweet mate, Pete. And Vince, and sure. well, everybody really—they're great folks. Had to had to say goodbye to them, but really great people. Stoked to have spent time I did with them. Um, very funny jokes, so <laughs> questionable jokes, but yeah, good shit overall. So, yeah, um, Andy, what is your moment of the week? Uh, probably, honestly, probably the weekend with Fred. Yeah, that was that was really really fun. He's a cool is, fucking dude. Is that a shared a shared notion? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Let's see. My moment of the week. I had a great day last week. Um, I remember I just woke up. I was like, hell yeah, let's get it on. I went and surfed, and then I went to uh, Market Commons, which is like this like really nice place where you find all sorts of shops and stuff. And I went to this cafe. And yeah, I showed you a picture of it. But oh yeah, I went to this cafe and I, I got I got a nice cup of coffee and I got a key lime pie and I just sat there and ate it and enjoyed it and it was a beautiful day and I'm like this is like the best day of my life. So it was nice. a really sick day. Nice one. All right, good deal. Well, I think that's kind of it. Yep, I'll catch you guys later. Later. But thank y'all for listening to the Musings of Men podcast this week. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at the Musings of Men. Shoot us some more questions. We love those. Um, we had fun. So, yeah, until next time, stay stoked. Be good. Have fun. Later. See you.